good, yeah. <laughs> hey, my name is Becky Bowden, and I am one of the student leaders. Um, I have the awesome privilege of just really getting to spend a lot of time with these students and invest into their lives. And um, I think I can speak for all the leaders, and it truly is a blessing and a privilege um, to, to really pour into these students. That's, that's our hearts. That's why we're here. And um, we're just happy to be able to represent the, the church body in doing that. And the Bible says uh, about the, the older people um, investing into the younger people. And so that, that's our goal. That's what we want to do. Over the past year, um, just I've seen God do some awesome things in these students' lives. Lord, I've, I've just watched them grow and mature, um, not only physically, um, but also spiritually. I've watched them uh, go through different struggles and trials, and I've seen God's awesome power at work in their lives. Um, I've witnessed prayers being answered. I've um, gotten to rejoice th with them through their, through their victories, and it's just such a, such a privilege and such a blessing. Um, if I was to take one word to describe these students, um, it would have to be love. If you've been around these students at all, um, you would see their deep and sincere love for each other. I don't think I've ever been around a group of students that um, just loves each other so much. Um, they spend so much time together um, up at the church or doing different things, hanging out all the time, um, and they never get sick of each other. Well, maybe every now and then, but for the most part, they're good. Um, and so it, that's just something that's really neat to, to see that because their love um, just really reflects how the body of Christ is supposed to operate and just loving and supporting one another. Um, another word that I would pick to describe them is, is servants, um, especially being around Blake and all that he does. As Pastor Keith said, Blake is such a, has such a servant heart and is constantly, you know, just really investing not only in them, but investing in this church and, and working and doing things um, and outreaches. And um, it's just a really neat thing to see him um, being such a, a great example for these students. And they've fully taken on that role as well, and they've been involved in so many of the different outreaches that, that we do as a church body. Um, and they, you know, when there's work that needs to be done up at the church behind the scenes, there's always students uh, on board with, with Blake and with Jeff and with the other, other staff members that are working. And that's just something that's really neat to see. And such a great example um, just for us as a church body to see their servant hearts, um, that, that they're just students. Like, they're just in middle school and high school and they're investing so much of their time and their energy um, to, to just better our church as a whole. And that's an example for, for us as a church body. Um, just a, a couple of things, you know, over the past year, like I've seen two or three students come to know the Lord. And that's been such a, a huge, huge thing and, and something that we can rejoice with. Um, I've seen so many of their lives change. There's been several students that have come in. Um, to the youth ministry, just just broken, not not even knowing what's going on, not realizing, um, you know, their their struggles or, um, you know, just where they are in life and not knowing where to go, and just watching our youth group and embrace them and love them, and seeing God work through their lives to to really um, bring about change has been such a such a neat thing, and so over the next few minutes, um, we want to take time and just encourage you with with our stories or with these students' stories of what God's done in their lives. Revelation 12, 11 says, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so we want this time to be a time for, for uh, these students to share their testimonies of what the Lord's done in their lives, and hopefully it, it will really bless and encourage you. Okay, good morning. Hey, I'm, I'm Evan. I'm 16 years old. I've been going to Christ Community for almost two years now. 
And what, what God has put on my heart this year is how much do you have to hate someone to not tell them about Jesus? Because without Jesus, they're going to hell. We say we have all these so-called friends, but if they're our friends, we should be spreading the word to them and helping them go to heaven. But if, but if we're not doing that, then Blake says all the time, if we're not a part of the solution, we're a part of the problem. And what we should be doing is spreading the word and helping them more and more because no one deserves to go to hell. I mean, not even our worst enemy deserves to go to hell. And it's, it's just not a place where anyone wants to go. And it's our job as Christians to be spreading the word. And another thing God has put in my heart this year is when we make mistakes, we need to learn from our mistakes and not just do it over and over again and say we learned something from it. And I have a Bible verse to go with that. It's 1 John 4, 19 through 21. clip in here but it fell out <laughs> I gotta find it again. all right we love because he first loved us if anyone says I love God yet hates his brother he is a liar for the person who does not love his brother he has seen he has seen cannot love the God he has not seen and we have this command from him the one who loves God must also love his brother hi um name is uh Jay I'm 12 years old I've only been going to Christ Community for a year now and uh first of all I probably would not be standing on the stage if it wasn't for my um older brother Joel who uh led worship today and um so God really put this on my, um, what God really put on my um, life, I mean, on me this uh, year was to be more like my older brother, uh, Jared, because he's trying to become a chaplain. He wants, J God wants me to become, a, become more like a chaplain and, like, bring people to God, tell them about them, not just ignoring them and let letting them go to hell and burn for eternity. And, um... Also, God uh, put on my heart at Radius Camp to um, start changing my ways, start reading the Bible, stop doing the same thing over and over and over again, stop not caring for everybody, just start caring for everybody and just be a better person. And I got a verse for that. It is Romans 12.2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and improve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you. Hey, my name is Ashton Hunter, and this past year, God has taught me a lot. The two years ago, my dad got a job offer in Arizona. Um, and he and he took the job. Um, the first couple of months, we still talked. And uh, my bad. The first couple of months was hard. We still talked and texted every day, and that helped a lot. A year later, a year has passed, and I got a little stronger. God has challenged me a lot with the past year. I still didn't understand why this had to happen. 
I was angry and frustrated because me and my dad were so close. When tears hit, I wasn't so mad anymore. I was happy, and it was like all my prayers were answered. About a week ago, I got a text from my dad saying, I get sad too sometimes. And what he meant by that was he gets sad about how far he is away from us and how much he misses us. So I called him, and we had the best loving and fun conversation in a while. What surprised me was when he said, I'm hoping to come down to see y'all sometime in September. I was so excited. No matter how tough life is, I know that my youth, the Lord is always there for me and my youth group is. And I couldn't have done it without them because they mean so much to me. Good morning. I'm Hannah, and I have the privilege of being a student leader also. Um, these guys are awesome. And try not to cry because you guys are already getting me emotional. It's just so encouraging to hear these guys, isn't it? Just their testimony, what the Lord's doing. Um, and I really encourage you guys to get involved, too. Y'all are welcome to come any Wednesday night, any Sunday, just to hear what the Lord's doing. Um, it's so encouraging to see the younger generation rise up. And I had the privilege of growing up in this church as well, from the children's ministry to the youth ministry. Um, they went off to college and I'm back here. And it's so cool to get to be a leader and to get to give back to um, to the same church. So thank y'all for um, investing in my life. And it's just a joy to be able to invest in others. Um but like Becky said, she said one word that really makes her think of this youth group is love and service. Um, and I could not agree more. Um, but a specific verse the Lord laid on my heart is Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And it says, and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And that is what these students do. They love being together. But the cool thing is it's not just always to hang out and have fun. They love being together regardless, and they enjoy serving together. And I literally see them stimulating one another and to do good works and to, to just continue to persevere until the ultimate day draws near where Christ comes for us. And so that's so encouraging to get to do that. Um, we had the privilege of going to Radius a few weeks ago in Auburn, and we did a VBS, and it was probably the hottest week, I know the students would agree, ever, and um, it did rain a little bit, and we got to have a pool, which was pretty cool, um, just some of the students and the kids, but um, it was just really neat to see their servant's heart. There was moments um, that for a, a little while I wasn't so sure how it was going to go, but it was cool to see them toughen up, and although the heat was unbearable at times, um, just to see them know what they need to do and, and choose to do that instead of wanting just to sit down and, and not take part in just sharing the love of Christ with those kids. Um, but as I was praying this morning about something else to share with you guys is just another word and um, that has always ministered to me and hopefully to the students and to you all, but it's the word hope. And we know that, that love is the greatest of these. Um, Christ says that all throughout Scripture, but how important it is to hope um, expectantly. And I think Andy Stanley says the difference between faith and hope is the promise. And you can have faith in something, but when you have hope in something, you know that's going to happen. And um, my hope for all of us as a church is just to continue to draw near to Christ. But my hope for these students is that they would continue to spur one another on in love and that they would grow and just continue to see how amazing Christ is and to accept that grace that we were singing about this morning. Um, and my verse for that is Colossians 127. And it says, To whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I just want to leave with that challenge that if you claim to be a believer in Christ and 
have that hope that that is the beauty and that is the joy and that is what stimulates us all to love one another and to encourage and to be an example and to go to our schools and to share a gospel and to love them and our coworkers and those days when it's not hard and it's not fun, but we're compelled to have that hope um, and to be filled with that joy and to abound in the love that Christ has shown us. So I hope you all are encouraged this morning as we continue some testimonies from the students. Uh, hi guys, my name's Cole Womble, and I'm 13. That was me playing on the drums. <laughs> and uh, um, we went to this um, camp of a bunch of us called Radius, and what it's basically a missions camp where like all these different groups go to um, different mission sites, and we work on like houses, or you could make like a wheelchair ramp, or clear a forest, or do VBS, but anyway, I'm serious. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were lucky enough to um, be the ones to do B VBS, and um, so we went there the first day, and it was, we all had fun, and there was a Bible story, and like um, arts and crafts, and a recreation. We like went through the different um, like groups with the different kids, and then Joel, he led worship today, he, he did the worship there, and the first day they were kind of like skeptical, like they backed away a little bit, like they weren't really participating and stuff, and then the second day they were a little better, but they still weren't um, like jumping up and down and stuff. And then the third day, Joel's just like sitting there strumming on this guitar, and this little kid, like this tall, he walks up and starts strumming on the guitar and singing one of the songs that Joel was singing yesterday. And Joel's probably gonna tell you more about that. <laughs> but um, it was pretty cool how that happened, and all the kids kind of like came to life on the third day that we were there. And yeah, that's that's all I got. Hi, um, my name is Caleb. Uh, I'm uh, 16 years old. I've uh, been here for eight months since uh, January, and um, I've just uh, been spending a lot of time with the youth group and uh, just uh, grew really close close to them. And uh, I have two verses that I've just pretty much summed up the uh, last couple months that I've uh, that I've been spending with them. Uh, the first one is uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10. Uh, two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up, but pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Um, that verse uh, just, uh, it just uh, spoke to me because I've just been making so many new friends, and uh, uh, it's just... Uh, just uh, I don't know, but, uh, cause, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, the second one is, uh, Proverbs 27, 17, uh, as iron, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, um, I feel as though these, uh, these two verses have just played a huge role in my life these last few months, uh, while at Christ Community, uh, while I've been here, I've made many new friends, also, I've seen how the last eight in the last eight months the youth have uh, become uh, closer and more caring of each other. I just thank God for that every day. And um, yeah, thanks. Hey, I'm Sarah. Um, I have been blessed to work with this youth group for a couple of months. Um, and 
I'm kind of going to kind of encourage them and y'all um, in two different ways today. And I'm sorry, me and Hannah are coming, becoming the same person um, because she just stole what I was talking about and we didn't even talk about it. Um, but anyway, I'm going to start in Hebrews 10, 23, right before what she read. And it says, let us hold fast the, conf- the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Um, and she talked about hope and faith and love and all these things that God's given us. Um, and then in Hebrews 11 verse one says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. Um, And it's just another reassurance that God has made these promises to each one of us, and he's not going to back out. He's going to fulfill what he's promised. And then um, a little further, Hebrews 11, 6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Um, Which then relates to Romans 8:28 that we've all heard before um, if we've ever been to church pretty much that we know that for those who love God all things work together for good and for those who are called according to his purpose and um, those three verses kind of relate to me in the last year and the fact that I am here um, a year ago I had every intention of being far away from Montgomery Alabama and obviously that changed um, and as I began coming to Christ community, I just kind of stumbled into working with the youth starting in April. Um, and my heart, <laughs> Hannah mentioned trying not to cry. And I almost did when Evan got up here, the very first person, um, cause my heart is so attached to these youth. Um, and I'm going to cry. Sorry. But, um, just living life with them. Even just this summer, since I've started um, having the opportunity to be around them, seeing the way that they interact with each other, and as Hannah mentioned, encouraging each other um, just to grow closer to God um, has been amazing. And being a part of that is something I wouldn't trade for the coolest place in the United States to live or in the world to live. Um, and back, I'm lost now. But... Um, a, a word that doesn't exist that we made up a couple months ago, sweetitious, um, just kind of like your sweet spot in life. And I feel like a lot of us are right in that right now. Um, being able to pour in to all these students and see them pour their lives out with each other. Um, and then one final um, passage is Psalm 37. I'm not going to read it because pretty much the whole um, chapter is just about God not forsaking his saints and having that faith and that hope and the things that he's going to do in your life. Um, But verse five says, commit your way to the Lord, trust him, and he will act. When we're so busy trying to make plans and trying to do things and do, 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 um, we tend to like push God away unintentionally because we're so busy with our own plans and our own worries and our own struggles that we're not letting him act um, because he does have a plan. He does have a purpose and he does have a will for each and every one of us. Um, so we just need to allow him to do what he has planned to. So finally, um, just an encouragement for the students is to keep on living your lives out loud, especially um, as a lot of you are getting ready to go back to school or have already started back to school. 
Um, I just urge you to be visibly different. Um, don't just live life like everybody else. Um, a lot of you go to Christian schools too, so you know you might not specifically be intentional with conversations. But I just encourage you to change that. Um, and then to the church family, I encourage you to get to know um, some of the young members of our church family and invest in the ministry that they're living out each day as well. Uh, hi, I'm Drew. I'm 15. And um, I've been here for a really long time. Um, my parents took me to Christ Community when I was a little baby, and it was still at the AUM building, or wherever that is. Um, <laughs> um, and a verse that's really caught my heart, I mean, that God's really showed to me in the past week or so was um, first Cor- in First Corinthians, it's 10.31. found it I think all right it says therefore whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do everything for God's glory and um I guess I haven't really um thought about that God wants us to do every single thing that in our lives for his glory and um I guess if I could just keep that mindset I mean I can everything will be better I mean I'll be glorifying God and just every little thing in our lives we can do for the, the glory of God. Like even watching TV, we can watch a movie that's not cuss word every five minutes or something. And um, treating people well, um, treating them like um, you would want to be treated. Just in everything you do, you can do it for God's glory. And so, thanks. What's up? <laughs> um. I'm Joel. Um, I'm apparently the guy that led worship this morning. So, um, well, um, Cole stole everything I was going to say, but um, I'll, I'll put it in my view. Um, well, um, the first day of Radius, um, I was so excited that we were going to um, that we were going to lead worship and stuff and interact with the kids and stuff. Huh? So then um, I was practicing, getting it all ready, trying to make everything perfect, right? And then. Um, then I, the, it came time for me to sing, and then uh, Fowler was playing the box, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to be good. And then um, th- they weren't singing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, um, what's y'all's problem? Um, <laughs> but um, so then um, that, that really discouraged me, you know. Um, so then the second day, I was like, oh, these kids don't care. They don't even know the words. So um, I just did the same deal over and over again. Um, and I was like, this is hot and stuff. This is stupid. Why are we even here? I wish we would go cutting down a forest or something. <laughs> but, um, I, uh, but then the third day came, and then I was like, um, thi- this, this is going to be stupid again. <laughs> but um, so then I was playing guitar, practicing, and uh, singing uh, Happy Day. Anybody, y'all know that song? Like, Oh, happy day. <laughs> but um, I was singing that song, and um, I th- this um, kid uh, that um, had been wanting to strum the guitar because I, the earlier that week, I, all I've been doing is just holding the chords on the guitar, right, and letting them strum so they would think that they were playing. So um, I, he was doing that, and then he was singing along the song, and I was like, whoa, 
y'all know the words. If a two-year-old knows the words, then the older kids know the words. So I was like, um, I, I we really are doing something. So um, yeah. Hi, my name is Olivia, and I wanted to start out by telling a story. Um, when I was born, I had major complications, and I was not able to breathe. Well, I was dying, and the odds of me living were very slim. But fortunately, God saved me. So at Radius Camp 2013, the band played a song called I'm Alive. And while they were singing, I realized the lyrics, it's all because of Jesus, I'm alive, which really fit my life because without him, I wouldn't be here. Um, God overcame my struggles and let me live for a reason. My goal now is to find the reason why I'm alive. I'm here to glorify God and show people how amazing he is, but I feel there is something else I need to be doing to glorify his name. This verse, Ephesians 2.10, really helped me, which says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In realizing this summer that I was created in Christ to do good works, my goal this year is to look for specific ways to reflect God's glory through my actions. Thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm Lexi, and I've been a part of this youth group for five years now, I guess. And um, most of you probably know this because it's like all I ever talk about. But um, when I was in eighth grade, my parents like sat down with me and told me that we were going to be moving to Mexico. And I was like, I was really upset because I didn't really understand why they would let me move out of the country that I'd lived in my entire life. And <laughs> why am I shaking? I don't know. And um <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, so anyways, we moved in June of 2011, and although I met a lot of, like, really cool, like, people in Mexico that were super pumped about the Lord and, like, changing people's lives, I was still, like, really upset about being there, and I think that God used my friends in the youth group a lot because they were all, like, whenever I'd come back, they were always super supportive and asking lots of questions, and it was just really awesome to, like, have their support and still even like just I just moved back we just moved back in like a week ago on Friday and so um yeah they've always been super supportive and really sorry I'm really bad with this mic um <laughs> they're always super supportive and always um really excited about everything that we're doing and so it's been awesome to share these experiences with them Hi, I'm Laura, and about two years ago, the Lord really put on my heart to go to Mexico, and I talked to my parents about it, and they told me it was not safe, and that I could absolutely not go. I was really upset, and I just started praying about it, and many opportunities came up for me to go with Lexi's family, but still, they were against it, and I continued praying about it, and eventually, my dad because I kept bringing it up, agreed to let me go, but my mom was still completely against it. And after praying for about another year, CCC announced that the youth was going to take a trip to Mexico, and I knew that this was my chance. And we prayed about it, and one night, Miss Tullis called my mom and talked to her about it. And the next morning, I woke up to a check on the counter with a note that said, Mission Trip to Mexico. I was so overwhelmed by how faithful God is, and I was so thankful for the opportunity that God gave me. 